this is um, Raputna on Purim, Indian number eight. Um, <clears throat> this was published in uh, 61. 71. Toshin Samar, rubbish. It was published in. <coughs> 2001. Toshin <laughs> Samachal. I'm just trying to figure out where this thing's still here. Here's the problem. Because of Agra, the Vilna Gaon says, Hamahalech Bechol Yom Tov, who Chetzio Lashem Vechetzio Lachem. The uh, render under. Did you see that the Russian Shmuarabach died yesterday? Of course. Uh, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's, render unto the Lord what is the Lord. Yom Tov represents that split between <coughs> half to Hashem and half to yourself. There are two uh, holiday festivals, Yotzim Heim Minaklalaze, uh, that go out of that paradigm of 50 50. 50 50. Yom Kippur, Hukul Hashem. Yom Kippur, there is absolutely no personal enjoyment. It's all, it's all uh, a spiritual uh, worship. Upurim um, and Purim, it apparently everything is for yourself. But when you go to the depths of the truth of the thing, truth to its innermost, um, even these two don't go out of the exception. How come? By the way, when's the first reference that Yom Kippur is like Purim? It's in the Zohar. Really? <laughs> it means that you might have thought that Yom Kippur is Kulul Hashem, Yom and, and Purim is everything for you, but in fact they're two sides of the same coin because they're two sides of the same festival. That's the Groz Kiddush. Yeah. It's one festival, Purim and Yom Kippur. Mm-hmm. So you split them in half. One is Kulo Lashem, one is Kulo to yourself. Mm-hmm. They are both a manifestation of one Moed, one auspicious time. And in this festival is included both Purim and Yom Kippur. So the Gra says, therefore, the rabbinic dictum that all Moedim have a 50-50 quality to them is maintained. The integrity of that statement is maintained. Let's try and taste a bit of this beautiful taste of uh, this honeyed Torah. Matsinu v'chazal. So we learn in uh, in Chazal. Ki b'shas cheshbon ima ovos al oides chatei banim. When it comes to the end of time and God says, "Okay, now let's uh, let's let's see who who's punished for whose sins," you know, the fathers and the sons. And in the Gemara and Gittin, at the end, it says <coughs> that. 
that, that God will go to Abraham and says, your sons have sinned. What are you going to do about it? And he goes, well, I don't know, go and punish them. What have I got to do with it? And he'll go to Yaakov and Yaakov will be silent. And he'll come to Yitzchok and Yitzchok will say, now listen, let's just dissect. We're accountants here. Let's just parse this out. How many hours does a man sleep? Or eight? So that's a third of the life. Okay. How many is he on the toilet? Uh, two. Uh, how many is he involved in eating? Masa matter. And it turns out that there's only an X amount of hours that he can actually have time to voluntarily sin, right? Palga, palga. Let's split it. You take half, I'll take half. So Yitzchak is taking half by making a deal with the Rebbeinu It is a fascinating piece of Gemara. Um, it's it's so ironic that it's Isaac who really is the idea of strict judgment. You know, let's meet it out. You do something, you get punished, right? The opposite of Abraham, who's unrestricted, unbounded, uh, unconditional love. Isaac is very conditional. So why would he be the one? Yeah. Really, why would why would God even agree to split it 50-50? Because it, it's his will that we should do his will. It's his will that we should be all nice from Jews and do the mitzvahs. Ella, but there's something in the way. There are two things that are mitigating circumstances that God understands is a kind of setup. It's part of the package that we have no control over, which is the yeast in the cake. What does that mean? Yeah, it's a horror. It's a horror. It's considered like yeast yeah. in the cake. Why? What do we eat on, on, on Pesach? Matzah. Matzah doesn't rise. That's the fixing of the leavening. The leavening in the bread represents the ego. The matzah represents the egolessness of, of a yeast. So we eat the matzah. And we don't eat any or Shabi'isa for the whole seven days. So he says the metaphor is that God knows that if I'm going to sin, you know, it's the nature. I have this amygdala in my brain that's driving me to do these naughty things, you know. Or Freud would call it the id, or people would call it the Yetzirah. That's a setup. You're born with it. What do you think? You have control? Not all the time, some of the time. He understands that. And what else? Shibut Malchias. I gotta make a living. I, I got, you know, my boss told me I had to work late. I gotta do your shibud malchus. We're under the hegemony of foreign powers, whether they be external, political, or internal. All these are mitigating circumstances because. They force me to do things against my will, and that's a mitigation against my punishment. Rutso, no, his rotso, lasos rutso, to do your will, O Lord. But what's impending it? What's impeding it? Sharp, Shabisa, and Shabisa. Kloima, 
The fact that we don't fulfill your will. It's not like we don't have the will to do. We want to be a good boy. In fact, not only do we want to be a good boy, our whole desire is to be good boys and do your will. Look how deeply psychological he gets. Only a 20th century rabbinic scholar who studied in, the, in, in Heidelberg and in Berlin can write this, right? Ein lo koach, he doesn't have the inner drive and power, le rotzonzer, to fulfill this desire to be a good boy. Le hagia lideshlita, sufficiently so that it has dominion over his other powers. So there's this raging, uh, this raging forces going within. My desire is to do what you want, but because I don't have the power to overcome those subterranean forces of Shibud Malfias and the Shor Shabi'isa, I'm unable to. Because the two opposite drives that are pulling each way make him weak. It's a very interesting notion of psychology. Very 1930s, right? It's a pressure cooker. So you put pressure into one and it builds up. Can you still do what the other? It depends on how much pressure forces, right? Today we have a neurological model of computer chips and wires and competing circuits and software programs that are fighting, right? Every generation has a different metaphor for the Yetzirah. And he's using this very very 1930s idea of the pressure cooker and there are forces and drives in the soul of a man that are competing with each other even though my underlying intellectual wish is to fulfill your commands and be a good boy and be a Torah Jew but there are other forces competing that weaken me so that I don't have that Schlitter over the darker forces <clears throat> and what are those two um, forces that are preventing me from hegemony and schlita despite the desire we remain powerless because these two um, processes that are restraining and delaying my desire to effect and <clears throat> put into action my my wish to be good now he comes in with his finish he says that Isaac's response to the divine at the end of time of 50-50 you take on half and I'll take on half represents what percentage you have to accept is a mitigating circumstances versus what I will accept as my responsibility look you're going to make me be responsible for the Sha'or Shabi'isa? That, that, that's, the, that's the one thing that prevented me from doing it. My little hand on the mouse that went to the wrong website wasn't just my fault. I want to be a good boy and stay in the, in the dark, light web. I don't want to go to the dark web. Right? But the Sa'or Shabi'isa forced me. Not my fault. <clears throat> 
That, I'm afraid. Yeah, so he's bringing a, a Gemara bracha. Okay. Right? Now, Isaac says, on that half, I'm sorry, that's a mitigation, you got to take that. I'm going to split it with you, but I'm only going to split what I am my children were absolutely responsible for. What does this go to? This goes to the whole theory of uh, mental illness. And uh, what are you, who, are you responsible if you're a sex addict or you molest children and, or, or, or you pulled a trigger and you were having a seizure? Or Where does the legal responsibility for a citizen end and forces that are dark and deep, and we, and we do bring them to the judge, Oh, he had a bad childhood. Oh, he was abused. Oh, he, he, you know, he was introduced to addiction. Oh, he was a pimp, and therefore he became, a, you know, that kind of stuff does work in mitigating the sentencing guidelines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the Shibud Malchias. So that I'm going to take responsibility for. Why? Because Ain Shibud Malchias, Elamikofa Shalesov. Adkant Voroshel Agon, Bebu de Veloso. And now he's going to, in an intellectually brilliant drush, he's going to now take what we just said in that Gemara and meld it with what the Gros said about the Moyadim being Chatzil Hashem and Chatzil Listen to what he does. Kishnei hazmanim shel yom kippur kapurim heim besoid mechzel Hashem umechzel achem. The split between what is mechzel Hashem, which is the Yom Kippur side, right. and what's Mechza Alecha, which is the Purim side? Hayachas hazeh ben Yom Kippur le Purim omed hu besod shel palga alai palga Absolutely brilliant. Who would have thought of such an idea? That the palga palga of, of Yitzhak in the Gemara and the responsibility of what I am responsible for because of those kothas I have shiltone, I have the hegemony over versus those that I have no power over are also seen in the timeline of Yom Kippur and Purim. That this Moed, as he, as the Gras says, isn't split into two separate Moedim, but the Chetzil Hashem and Chetzili is one aspect of one Moed. One Moed. Yom Kippur is one half of it, and Purim is the other half of it. Hashlemus he Shlemus here doesn't mean unification. Because it's the opposite. One is Purim and one is Yom Kippur. You have to say that the word Shlemus here represents the word integration. There is a schizophrenia going on. Every other moid has half to you and half to me. But Yom Kippur and Purim are split. I, he's, the Gras says, no, they're not split. They're two aspects of one coin. Or Bazoi, you have to say, 
that Rav Hutna is saying that their shleimus, their integration comes at a price. And the price is the tsa'aka this existential cry that emanates from the tahomos hanefesh, from the depths of the soul. And he really understood this, you know. He, he came from the world of Slabodka, and yet he came from Gera home. The two strings of, you know, the intellect and the emotion was running through his blood. And this depth, this cry from the depths that come from the depths of the soul, which is what cry? We want to do what you want us to do. And so the splitting of the two, the festival into Yom Kippur and Purim represents the torn soul that is saying, on the one hand, I want to do what you want me to tell me. On the other hand, never. There are kochos within my depths that I have unable to have hegemony over as yet. I'm powerless over this. I'm powerless over this aspect of my life. This and so the Gros says, and here is the paradox of the shriek that comes from the depths of the soul. The paradox of Yom Kippur and Purim. So the split of this one moed into two separate periods of Yom Kippur and Purim represents the split in the divide between Yom Kippur when I'm kuro for you, Lord. I'm showing that I'm all for you. And and Purim, which is, I'm I'm powerless over this. By demonstrating on Yom Kippur that I'm kulo to you and I'm taking away all sorts of personal desires, I am showing that I am one day a year being mavatel the soor says On Yom Kippur, the yeast does not rise. The ein bekoach hasotan lahastim, and the power of the sotan has no power to enslave us and to to seduce us. And we stand before the Lord, stripped away of all the gashmiyastik desires that we have. The ilu bepurim. <laughs> the koach of Shibud Malchias, of Esav and Homon, is removed on Purim. The, the fear of the Yidin falls upon that koach of Shibud Malchias. And so on Purim, the second ma'akeb that stops us from being fully engaged with the divine comes along and is mevatel. And therefore on Yom Kippur, Yitzchok's tainer, you better take this one. This is on you, Lord. This is not on us. We have no control of that. That was a setup. You put in the Yetzirah. That is fulfilled on Yom Kippur because on Yom Kippur we demonstrate 
that he has no hegemony over us, the Sultan. And the, that is the Chetzil Hashem of the Gra. <laughs> And on Purim is Mitkayem, that complaint <coughs> that I'll take it on myself, Yitzhak So he then adds, and on Purim, he removes the last impediment of our Ratzon to do your will. And he now throws in an Ishbitz Torah. He says, because he was learning with the Radzina by, 19, by 2001. is the Megale of that which is hidden, which is what? That Rotson to do your Rotson despite ourselves.